Hello, greetings, and welcome back to the American POV Podcast, episode number 58, with James and not Gary, because he's, he disintegrated before our very eyes. Yeah, he's doing with life shit, hopefully he figures it out, but we're here to spoil your own he, ears. He went to East Palestine for the train, and he drank the water, so. Yeah. That's the last time we do it in the field report. Well, well, we did one before that, but Topher never called back, so we had to send. <laughs> yes, we had to send Gary out to fill in, and he's he's he's, he's, he's gone. Not doing, so. He's not doing very good right now. We're we're just going to stop sending people now. Yeah, we're out of people. <laughs> we're, we're just out of we're, we anymore, and this becomes just a one man podcast, and no one likes those. Uh, that's pretty much most of what the Daily Wire does. Yeah. One-man podcast. Uh, I um, all right. Jordan so, Peterson. speaking of... Well, well Jordan Peters, I, I, he, that man is... I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know either. He like, joined the Daily Wire and he like just became a Crash Bandicoot villain. Yeah. yeah I still we'll find see who cancels who. Exactly. A little cringe. But anyway... Uh, well, the ex-Tennessee cop, uh, Megan Hall, who, if you don't know who she is, uh, the quick rundown is she slept with about, I want to say, six of her co-workers, on duty, off duty, and behind her husband's back, of course, and, uh, she got found out, and there was about a million different memes, and I gotta be honest with you, a lot of them were very funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, she got fired, as well as the, um, the uh, officers that, uh, took place because obviously you're not supposed to have sex while you're on duty fun fact yeah. although you are supposed to protect and serve not uh not your fellow officers though you can't serve it's it's protect and serve not protect and service i don't so. think she got the memo no no she she missed that by a, a little a mile but she speaks out so we finally get to hear her side of the story uh, she said, I know what most people are saying. You could have said no. I get it. She told WTF, WTVF in an exclusive interview. But my response to them is that I did say no, and he wouldn't take no for an answer. Eventually, I gave in from the pressure. All right. Okay. All right. Will. So, first of all, you just keep saying no. Number two, you're a police officer. Yeah. There's, you are there's, a police officer. There's literally plus there, they're like any other company or, or you know employer, they have HR, they have ways to report sexual harassment, bruh. I mean, I just feel like there were so many ways that you could have avoided this. Like, well, yeah. they just kept, they just kept saying, they just kept asking me. I don't want to be mean. I don't want to say no. <laughs> Wait, I just thought of the. Uh... The lollipop commercial, bro. <laughs> How many no's until you get to a sexual harassment case? <laughs> uh, apparently not enough. No, no, apparently not. Uh, interview marks first time Hall has spoken publicly since she was fired from the police department in January after Pro found she had sexual flings with several male officers on the force, including while on duty, which we knew. Uh, um... Probably the firing of five officers, um, Hall herself, as well as uh, Patrol Officer Juan Lugo Perez, Sergeant Lewis Powell, Detective Seneca Shields, and Sergeant Henry Ty McGowan. 
three others were suspended. Uh, canine officer Larry Holiday, patrol officer Patrick Maglioco, okay, and patrol officer Gavin Schuberl. 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 I don't know. I'm going to call him Sherbert. Sherbert. <laughs> That's what she was calling him. Oh. Uh, she has a husband, too. This is. That's bad. I've seen, you know, you know what makes me sad? Like, I've seen their pictures of, like, them just, you know, hanging out at places, restaurants, and all that. And I'm just like, I, this makes me sad. <laughs> like, they look happy. And, like, the, 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 you see this. It's, like, the worst-case scenario. It's probably every married man's nightmare. Yeah. And she just cheated one dude. One dude would have been terrible. She cheated with, like, the whole police force. It's like, eight guys? Well, five were fired because they were, like, um, confirmed... The whole department. Three were suspended. Yes, yeah, like a precinct, bro. Uh, the internal investigation report for which was released on December 28th found that the affairs among the officers took place in their homes and hotels and at parties. One escapade was allegedly carried out during an alcohol-fueled hot tub party where Hall reportedly took off her top at one officer's house. Hey, now. Damn, I'm trying to... Wow. <laughs> She she sh she showed off her guns. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with like cop sex al allegories. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, because cops love to show off their. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Especially around black. No, I can't do that. <laughs> I can't say that. I'm sorry. All well, right. I remember while she, applying for. She grabbed the wrong Glock. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's just say, or the right one, if if you're the the cop, <laughs> not for her employment status, but you know, that one that one also shoots. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, fully loaded, shots fired, <laughs> requesting <laughs> backup, <laughs> officer down. <laughs> oh man, see see how easy it is to fall into this. <laughs> I remember while, so this is her again, she said, I remember while applying for the job at the police department, they described the environment as a family, but while I was maybe an Alabama family. <laughs> but while I was aspiring to protect others, they did not protect me. Now, look, part of it is, okay, like, these dudes were, like, predatory, I, I, I can agree with her there, but... You are a grown police officer, grown woman, grown police officer. Like, you can't use that as an excuse. I mean, sure, all these guys are like scumbags and they deserve to be fired, but I mean, come on. Like, you had as much control in this as, as you, you had more control than you're saying that you did. One of the um, products of the victim society or the victim generation we've actually bred, though. I, mean, I think she's completely been humiliated. Um, I mean, th this was yeah. a meme that was all over the internet. Everywhere. Yeah, it was I've viral. Seen, I've seen so many Five Guys memes. It's ridiculous. And it, it's like, and I, I get it, you know, I mean, but you brought this on yourself. Like, you you did this. Yeah. It wasn't just you had sex with, like, five or six random dudes. You had sex with six, five, six, however many, maybe even more than that, of your coworkers. Yeah. And your job as a police officer. Crazy. You weren't. You're not. You're not working at a Wendy's. Like this is a very important job you're doing here. No. Uh, so, 
Paul filed a lawsuit Monday against the city of uh, Laverne, former police chief Burl, Chip Davis, Powell, and McGowan claims she was sexually groomed for the Triss. Uh, where Miss Hall sought role models at her new job, she instead found predators, the lawsuit states. In place of offering professional development, her supervisors and the chief of police groomed her for sexual exploitation. I firmly believe you cannot groom an adult. Um, just can't. Whenever I talk about grooming, it's referring to children because children, you can, you know, m- m- kind of trick them into thinking anything or believing anything. So grooming a child is, is relatively easy, unfortunately. An adult, an adult should have a fully formed mind, everything by then. Yeah, you're assuming too much. I, I, I know, but in this case, I don't, I don't buy her excuses. Well, I don't really know her as a person or what she's done in her Neither do I, but I mean, you made it through police academy, you're here on the force. Yeah, it like, doesn't mean everyone's a straight arrow and will, you know, actually... No, I'm not saying that everyone is a straight arrow, but that's that's the whole idea, is like, you're, okay, you're surrounded by all these horny men who want to have sex with you, like, have some backbone, I don't know, I mean, it's it's not like she got raped. No. She willingly had sex with all these guys. In their homes. At clubs and shit, like I... yeah, that doesn't I... sound like grooming, though. If she was truly, like... yeah, yeah, it's definitely not grooming. It's it's absolutely not grooming. But she's claiming it as grooming. Her lawsuit is grooming versus peer pressure. I mean, look, I firmly buy that. Like all these dudes were like, you know, predatory. You know, like I can buy that hundred percent, but. She she did at the end of the day have the ability to say say no, and she she's a police officer. She's not like a helpless female who doesn't know like self defense or she doesn't have a gun. Like you are a police officer. Did you ever watch female officers try to deal with a male suspect? Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, fucking hilarious. But again, she wasn't raped. Like that's that's the no, whole of thing. Not, no, at least that's not what she's not claiming that yet. Well, she should have claimed that first because I don't think this one's gonna stick. Yeah, this should have came out almost immediately after. My supervisors worked together to take advantage of my vulnerabilities and mental health, and they used it for their gain and their sexual pleasure. Hall added. Hall said, adding that at one point she contemplated suicide. Hall is not claiming the officers raped her. There it is. According to WTVF, but that details of the scandal put her in the spotlight and did not show the full picture of how the controversy unfolded. Like, look, I don't want to, as much as we make the jokes, and they are very funny, um, all of these guys are, are pieces of shit. Like, it's oh, yeah. not just like, oh, this evil woman, like, had sex with all these innocent men. Like, no, they're scumbags for doing this. Oh, of course, yeah. And, and I'm knew, glad they, that they all lost their jobs. They knew the rules as much as she did, so. Yeah, they're all, they're all to blame. They're all to blame. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think... We'll see. We'll see where this case goes, but I don't think she's going to get the result out of this lawsuit who do that you, she wants. Uh, who do you turn to when the chief of police is sexually harassing you? Uh, go above this. Go above him. I, I don't. I mean, I guess it can be. I think because it's kind of a smaller town, so it's not like. I guess if he's the one in charge there, then maybe go. To I don't sh- know. Maybe you can go to the sheriff, the mayor, someone else. There's always someone else. I hate that fucking excuse. And no one to turn to, nowhere to go. I mean. Your husband. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's there. Hall added that she remains married to her husband and has found support through her family and faith. 
No one should ever have to endure this type of abuse. What happened to me at Laverne Police Department should never have to happen. Of course. That man is a saint for sticking by. I mean, most men will divorce their wives after one, like, having sex with one other dude. Yeah, but a Bukaki? Of her co-workers. Yeah. Like. He would have came home that, to an... I, that, that poor guy. <laughs> she would have came home to an empty house, you know. Bye. That poor man. Yeah, that would have... Who knows? He's probably going to leave her. I mean, I think he probably should. I, I just don't think... He, I don't think he can repair this. Unless he liked it. Yeah, I mean, I actually did... I have to find that article. Where, where something was like they had like a semi-open relationship, but it wasn't, wasn't like this. It wasn't like they allowed this. Oh, she took that open door and widened it. He fucking... Hook down the whole wall. <laughs> yeah. Extended the back porch. Uh, they extended her back porch. <laughs> Whatever that means. I don't know what that means. I don't know what I just said. All right. Speaking of giant messes, uh, labor union says East Palestine cleanup site workers are falling ill. But you're you're good to move back in and drink the water, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Just drink, drink the water. Drink the glowing water. Yeah. I mean, if this doesn't make the frogs gay, I don't know what will. <laughs> yeah, you have no idea. It's going to make the, those those uh, three-eyed fish from The Simpsons. Was it uh, the union that represents workers on Norfolk Southern Railroad, the rail operator of the train that derailed last month, alleges that workers on the cleanup site are getting sick with migraines and nausea and are not being provided necessary protective equipment. Oh, that, that's that's good. That's nice. Yeah. If there's one thing you can be cheap on when someone's cleaning up a toxic chemical spill, it's the literal gas mask and shit that you have to wear. Which there probably is lack of. That's good. That's good. I mean, just go World War One style. Just, like, pee on a cloth and put it on your face. That'll do. I love how they had the, they had Pete butt gig rush over there after Trump was there. Like, that was the easiest, like, and I know why Trump was there. It was to get a quick political victory. Um, and it's very easy to see why Biden hasn't gone, because it's not an area he can win votes. That, that should that's matter. already Trump country. Like, that's not changing. If it's national news, it shouldn't matter. If you, it, it, it wouldn't matter if it's local because it made national news. But I feel like, again, because this, this town has already kind of been outed as, like, Trump country, so it's already, like, a lot of liberals are like, whatever, I don't care about this place, I don't care if they suffer. Uh, if this happened in a more, like, purple area, where it's, like, it could go either way, and then Biden probably would rush over there, like, almost a day after. I firmly believe that. Either which way, it's an easy win. It's an easy, I mean, for Trump, it makes him look good. I mean, I think it strengthens his base, if anything. I don't think it makes liberals like him anymore. Maybe it gets a couple people in the middle to warm up to him a bit, but, uh, you know. It's more of a, of a move to say, hey, I still care about you guys, even though I'm not president. That, still, that is still so fucked up when um people... Who... When he does it, not... I mean, yeah, Biden should have gone. But... Yeah, that and the, uh, the liberals who are against Trump, but they're also against pollution and environmental, you know, danger. And then you have an entire toxic spill... Burning fumes. And they tried to blame Trump for the, the um 
you know, really, uh, removing like regulations, but then they were like, yeah, but the regulations he got rid of wouldn't have prevented this from happening. No, it's a legit infrastructure, which thought Biden was the man of infrastructure. I don't know. I, I, I live in a major U.S. city. There is no infrastructure. No infrastructure. PA, it's just PA, bro. It's craters and subways that smell like piss. People and we elected an orc for our senator. Orc? Uh, yes, yes, who is also you know, in the hospital right now. We had to choose between the orc and the Turkish doctors. It really wasn't great options. Yeah, but at least the Turkish doctor wouldn't be in the hospital. Well, he would be in the hospital, but for different reasons. Yes. Uh, let's see. The American Rail System Federation of the International Brotherhood of Teamsters, that's a long name, sent a letter to the Department of Transportation, the Federal Railroad Administration, East Palestine Mayor Trent Conaway, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, and, okay. So, the ARSF claimed that the Norfolk Southern, the Norfolk Southern was not providing personal protective equipment, including respirators, rubber overboots, and rubber gloves. To workers dealing with the the spilled chemicals part of the company's cost-cutting business model. That's what you skip out on. Like you could have skipped out on like lunch. You could have skipped out on like maybe the tents that they're like sleeping in or whatever. But you skipped out on the shit that they absolutely need to wear when they're near that stuff. That's like that's like giving deep divers. That's like the that's like what the Soviets did. Like oh yes, comrade, pick up that graphite with your bare hands. <laughs> It's just glowing rock. Don't worry. Well, it's good for bones. Glowing's good. You you can see in dark, comrade. <laughs> well, you need a flashlight. <laughs> Every guy just picks up the glowing rock, walks ten feet, passes out, sends another guy to pick it up. <laughs> That's that sounds like the Soviet Union to me, honestly. Uh, we get ten feet per body. Go, 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 <laughs> go, go. <laughs> Make sure we use the Ukrainian ones first. Oh, shit. Uh, Norfolk Southern said in an email statement that the company was on scene immediately after the derailment and coordinated our response with hazardous material professionals who were on site continuously to ensure that the work area was safe to enter and the required PPE was utilized, all in addition to air monitoring that was established within an hour. Doubt. Yeah, so it looks like they're just, I mean, no conflicting reports, but if the, the union's saying they don't have it, they probably don't have it. Mm -hmm. At least just not enough. Or the best. Or not not good quality, so it's like it's leaking through the gas mask or something, or it's leaking through the, the gloves when they're picking stuff up and they're getting sick. And I mean, it's not the most, like, it's not the worst thing you could be dealing with without, like, you would, I mean, you know, they're not picking up, again, graphite, radioactive graphite, but... It's not good either. Like some of that radiation stuff, you have to like not, you have to like spend like a, a, a thirty seconds or less near it. Yeah. I mean, with this stuff, it, it's not that bad, but it's, it's if you're going to be picking it up and putting it somewhere else, you got to have the right equipment. And Norfolk Southern looks like they're being a little bit cheap on it. It's it's the the Exxon Valdez thing all over again, where they they sp spilled a bunch of shit in the the Gulf, and they're like, we're sorry. Jesus. We're so sorry. We yeah, didn't mean it. The spill also like toxified the water supplies for Ohio. All those Ohio memes just came true. 
Yeah, I know, right? There was even a movie on Netflix that came out last year about this exact scenario. Uh, well, speaking of an absolute disaster, uh, Lori Lightfoot uh, loses her re-election bid in Chicago. Blames racism. Blames racism. And sexism. Who else would she blame? Herself? <laughs> no. God. Can't be her fault. Um, I actually didn't know things were that bad for her there. Like, I knew she was doing a bad job, but I didn't think it would be like she would lose her election, you know? Like, that that was kind of shocking to me. I, I was watching a few videos on it, and the basic premise is that there wasn't... When she won last time, there was a lot of other candidates also running, so it was kind of like a spread out, like all the votes were spread uh, out. Okay. And good. this time, less people were running, so it kind of like, and more more white districts voted this time, and it just overwhelmed her. Well, it also when crime like triples, I don't know what the exact number is, 52%. but it certainly didn't go down while she was mayor. It's a fifty-two percent increase. Well, I mean, that's just a number. There's I mean, so many articles, like Monday articles about Chicago's weekends. It's just horrible. Uh, the summer of love. <laughs> you can find like like twenty breaking Chicago murder record broken over weekend. A brand new record, day fifteen. Give it up for day fifteen. <laughs> Uh, so, Lori Lightfoot was the first incumbent mayor of Chicago to lose in 40 years, receiving 16.4% of the vote. 16.4? Gross. That is bad. It is bad. Not even like 50% or 40%. Like, no, no, no. God. You got 416. Uh Finishing behind former head of Chicago Public Schools, Paul Vallis, who... Garner 35% and Cook County Commissioner Brandon Johnson and that's 20.2%. She said, I I feel a lot of love in this room as I felt every step of the way. Uh, she said during a concession speech, I've called Brandon Johnson and Paul Vallis, congratulate them on their victories and advancing to the runoffs. We your fierce competitors, blah, blah, blah. I support the next mayor, blah, blah, blah. But it's uh, but also because not taking account accountability is now a theme in this episode. Yes. She said, I am a black woman. Let's not forget. Certain folks frankly don't support us in leadership roles. Regardless of tonight's outcome, we fought the right fights and we put the city on a better path. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's just kind of funny. I always hated this art. I really just hate when whenever they, they use this. It's like, you're kind of undermining your own civil rights activism, in a way. Because you're saying... A black person, whenever they do something, it's always good. Because that essentially means that they're not human beings. They're like babies that need to be coddled. It's like, they're humans. They can be good politicians or they can be bad politicians. Yeah. She was a bad politician. She, The people spoke. She's no longer the mayor. I mean, that, that's how it works. Well, she is the mayor until the new, the, I guess, whenever they have the actual election and stuff. But still, she's not going to be the mayor for much longer. Yeah, this is the primary, right? Yeah, but essentially what it means is she she's her days are very much numbered. Yeah, she lost the primary. She's not gonna. She's no no chance of getting 
elected unless those two it's over unless those two front runners just suddenly die of you know I mean, all of them would have to die i think a, of a gunshot wound to the chest and uh, she doesn't have the balls that hillary does yeah i know well there's a surgery for that no <laughs> uh, actually no there isn't there's no surgery not yet I swear to God, they got prosthetic balls they can sew onto you. Well, they have prosthetic balls for pickup trucks. I thought they were like steel truck nuts. nuts. I know truck, truck nuts. nuts. I didn't know they were silicone. I don't know what they're made of. Yeah, when you go follow one, let me know. I know like two different dudes invented the truck nuts at the same time, and they have fought like countless legal battles. That is. It's very funny. It's a story for another day. That is definitely a story. It is a very good story. Uh, Lightfoot campaigned for mayor in 2019 by arguing crime was too high, saying she wanted to make Chicago the safest big city in the country. Yeah, you can't say that without a straight face. You cannot say I that. Can't. How do you campaign on something and then it goes the exact opposite way? Like Not even like a little bit. Like Maybe crime goes up a tiny bit. Like No, it's just... Homicides, mostly from gun violence, spiked dramatically in 2020 and 2021 from 500 murders in 2019 to 776 and 804 in the next two years, respectively. Shootings and carjackings also skyrocketed. So it quite literally became a more dangerous city under her watch. Yes. That is impressive. Or she let it. She let it, be, she let it get this way. More I think it was a combination of maybe letting it and also just ineffective policies. As in, you know, probably the whole catch and release with criminals and stuff like that, which every major city does. All right. I mean, look, I'm not, this isn't really any big, like, victory at the end of the day. It's, there. she's going to be replaced by somebody that's probably going to be just as bad, if not worse. Or it's going to be like and a neutral. God was not going to get any better. Or it's going to be just like a neutral where it's not going to get any better or, or, or worse. It's just going to stagnate. Well, I, I think. I think it, it's it's kind of reaching a point where the crime is, and in this ha kind of happened in Philly, where the crime is going up so much, it can't go up anymore. Exactly. There's just not enough people to kill. Yeah, they've killed almost each other. It has to just enough. level off at some point. <laughs> so yeah. that's probably what's going to happen first. And Chicago has a, has a much higher population than Philly, so 700 and 800 dying in a year is more feasible when your city has, like... I don't know how many you live there, like five million or something like that. Ah, Philly's gonna try though. They're trying. I mean, we've hit like five hundred the last couple Listen, of years. I think this year's gonna be lower. If, or last year was lower. If, if the Eagles lose the Super Bowl in a home game to the Cowboys, people will fucking die. <laughs> you are not a sports fan because that is not actually possible. I know. I'm just fucking just saying. They would have to move to the other conference for that to happen. Good. Which would never happen. Because Damn. rivalries are too lucrative. What was the I would, love, I would love to see that though. I don't know sports. Yeah, so 2022 homicides were down 8% from 2021. But again, I believe that's solely because they just ran people kill. It's kind of like 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 records in the NFL, like the passing yards or the passing touchdowns can only be so high because it's just it reaches like human like limits like they can't throw any more touchdowns it's like it's it's impossible for them to throw any more in that span of time 
Uh, how wonderful. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we'll stick on the crime one because I actually saw this one. So, homeless man executed in broad daylight on St. Louis sidewalk. Yeah, that was. I saw this video. Yeah. And it's just like, geez. It is bad. I mean, if you haven't seen it, I mean, viewer discretion is advised. It, It doesn't really show like it happening right away. It does show him like pointing the gun and then shooting. And as soon as he shoots it, the guy holding the camera is like, holy shit! And he like jostled it everywhere so you don't see blood or anything but it's you see enough to understand what's going on yeah it's bad it's bad the dude literally i don't know what happened before it like to lead up to that point but it's just it's brutal because it's like a minute or so long video it's a little bit over a minute i think and the dude literally fumbles with the gun for 45 seconds like it's obvious and and the guy in the video just states states like 40 seconds in Oh, he now he loads loads the magazine in the gun like okay. I mean, I certainly wouldn't want to like 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 you always imagine like what would you do in that situation? I don't think I would go anywhere near that guy loading the gun to be honest. No, no, no. In this uh day and age our society does not incentivize anyone to actually stand up for each other anymore. So it's more likely if someone would have put him down um, instead of him they get in trouble, <laughs> yeah, they would arrest you and prosecute prosecute you, and you'd probably wind up going to jail versus you just saving a life of an innocent man sitting on the side of the sidewalk who was about to get executed communist style. So I don't know. There's just and plus our... you don't you don't necessarily think he's gonna just execute dude on that. I mean, he might. I, I don't know. I don't think I would have thought that that's what I would see. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard not to see that when he's fumbling with a gun in broad daylight. Even checking yeah, around to I mean, see if... He even looked around to see if anyone was noticing him and tried to hide the gun in his hand, but it was clearly obvious that he was trying to do something. I don't know. But I mean, like, a man like this should not be just walking around the street, though. Like, he literally literally just ex- executed someone. Like, that, that level of execution you only see in, like, dictatorships where they're rounding up political prisoners. Like, you don't see that just random dude on the sidewalk. Just bam. That is someone who is, like, quite literally mentally unstable. And the homeless dude, I mean, he's got no, like, self-preservation in that instance. He's just, like... I think he gets a... The dude got arrested. They said they arrested somebody that had did a shooting in the area, but they didn't say if it was him Oh, or not. okay. Because it's kind of hard to tell from the camera uh, what the guy's face looks like. Yeah, police yeah. arrested a 23-year-old man in connection with a shooting on the same day. Hmm. Yeah, I, I... That is just... I mean, it is just kind of sickening to watch. Um, so... Let's see. Uh, we had uh, in Wisconsin, 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 uh, Representative Brantgen election bribery took place. I got this. Uh... Oh, fuck. Let's see. I didn't. Uh, I didn't read much into that one. Yeah. So let me get a better.
Yes, man. More, more of a story from, from last week, but we, we weren't able to cover it, so we'll cover it here. Uh, let's see. The race between two candidates for a crucial vacancy on the Wisconsin Supreme Court has been tainted with bribery, according to a state lawmaker. Uh, the willingness of these groups to win by any means necessary to discuss Republicans, Democrats, independents, and all voters of Wisconsin, uh, said Representative Janelle Brantgen in a press release published on wispolitics.com. Milwaukee County Judge Janet Protasiewicz, which Protasiewicz uh, is competing. I hate Polish names. Is competing against former state Supreme Court Justice Dan Kelly to replace Conservative Justice Pat Patience Drake Rogensack. What the hell? That is not someone's. That is that is like that is a like computer and AI generated name. Yeah, like one of those uh, randomly generated names for like a, like a Xbox username. Not even that. Like, like, like your you would name that your sim or something. And that is an old white lady that has that name. Really, that woman is like seventy. Oh, she's like eighty years old. Eighty-two, eighty-three. Weird. She goes by Pat. Pat Rogensack. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, who is re- she's retiring? So candidates do not re- represent political parties, but Kelly is described as conservative and Protashowitz a liberal. Uh, Wisconsin takes action seems to have reached out to hundreds, if not thousands, of voters around the state using Zoom calls to commit election bribery under Wisconsin Statute twelve dot one one. The statute directs that any person who offers, gives, lends, or promises to give or lend or endeavors to procure anything of value or any office employment, any privilege or immunity to any elector or, or to influence any election is in violation. The balance of the court currently four to three conservative over liberal is at, is at play in the coming April 4th election. So very sensitive uh, case here with, with the bribery and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know what's, what's going to come of it, though. Probably no. Uh, I mean, I think the organization behind it, so it's called Wisconsin Takes Action, uh, and its partners, Wisconsin Cons- Conservation Voters, Wisdom Wisconsin, AFT Wisconsin, Next Gen America, Freedom Action Now. Uh, they have put our 2023 Supreme Court election into question, and even before ballots have been mailed. Uh, and of course, you know, the Supreme Court and states, they do decide some, some pretty important things. So you're using bribes to get, get ahead is certainly... It just goes to show that, like, this stuff does happen in politics. So when someone finds evidence of or shouts fraud, it should be investigated and not just swept under a rug and saying, well, this can't happen and they're safe and secure. Briberies and stuff, tampering can still happen. Not in 2020, that was very safe and secure, but I'm talking about other elections, like 2016. You're allowed to talk about that one. Yeah, 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 because Russia's the fault. Russia did it. Russia did it. Speaking of, uh, well, I guess, I should say speaking of Russia, but <laughs> Biden, uh, who wants to talk about Biden's lumpy skin? I do. Let's go for it. Uh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Everything. 
Biopsy found uh, President Biden's skin lesion was a common skin cancer. And that's neat. Yeah, I think he had this before. Because he, he did that um, speech in Delaware about how like the it would he lived near like a oil plant or something and then the windshields would be like covered in oil and then he said that because of that he and everyone he knows got cancer or some shit that sounds terrible thanks for sharing joe it does it does and then uh they're like no he never had can he had cancer a while ago but it was removed and then he's just terrible he's... at telling stories yeah he is he is he is he is an old demented man who has cancer, apparently. But it got removed. It, they, they, it does not tend to spread or metastasize, so he's in no danger, no medical danger. But, uh, did have a lump of skin cancer on him. So, bringing this up is also sort of relevant to this other story that we've linked, um, which is about Jill Biden. Uh, who blessed Nikki Haley's uh, proposed competency, competency test for politicians over the age of 75. Yeah, I think we need to be competent. I wonder why she's against that. <laughs> I mean, 75, uh, politicians it's over... It's a pretty good benchmark. They they do a test when you get in your 60s, like to re redo your driver's license to see if you can actually drive. So why yeah. would they not be able to do something like this for a politician who's in charge of literally the country? It's ridiculous. All right, so uh, she, she blasts the Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley for suggesting politicians over the age of 75 take make mental competency tests. Uh, during an interview set to air on Monday, CNN White House correspondent Arlette Sands asked Biden her thoughts on Haley's proposal. She said it was ridiculous. I mean, we haven't even discussed, we would never even discuss something like that taking the, the test. Uh, Nikki Haley said, in the America I see, the permanent politician will finally retire. We'll have term limits for Congress and mandatory mental competency tests for politicians over 75 years old. Commenter sees a shot at both President Biden, age 80, and former President Trump, who's age 76, who are seen as the leading presidential candidates in their respective parties, though Biden has yet to officially announce his re-election bid. We all know he will. I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of we're leaning. also calling the idea absurd, but Bernie Sanders, and why is he doing that? Because he is 81 years old. Yeah, a lot of people that are in that age bracket are going to be absurd or going to be mad about it because they don't. Shocking. Yeah. We we are fighting racism. We're fighting sexism. We're fighting homophobia. I, I think we should also be fighting ageism, said Sanders. In ageism is the stupidest thing. I'm heard. sorry, I don't get to see Bernie Sanders quotes too often, so when he does, I gotta do the Bernie. Degree. Yeah, he's, he's, out of the, he's kinda out of the spotlight right now. Uh, I, vo I vote for him in the 2016 primary. Fringe. I, I will admit that I did. I felt the burn. Yeah, of defeat. <laughs> he knows that too well. <laughs> and then, uh, Mike Pence, the most G.I. Joe looking man on the planet. What the uh, fucking... Oh, what am I called? With his uh, white action figure hair. Looks like it's plastic. Buzz Lightyear. A potential presidential candidate said voters can decide on their own whether age is a signing factor in elections. Look, I think the American people can sort that out. I really do. He sounds like Hank Hill. I, I mean, the long and unbroken history of this country proves again and again the wisdom and common sense and judgment of the American people. Well, I say it's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. I think we should do it. Just 
just to make sure if you if you know you're competent, you shouldn't have a problem with it. Just take a test and just go on about your day. It's just to make sure that you're consciously aware of what the fuck you're doing. It's probably going to be a stupid rudimentary test that even, you know, a demented Joe could pass. I mean, and for, for the longest time, we just didn't have this problem, you know, in the country. They didn't write this into the Constitution because these tests didn't exist yet. And presidents being 75 and up, it just didn't sound like something that would happen. Yeah, that was most rare. It wouldn't be that old. Yeah, the, the highest age was like, what, 40, 50? Although Ben Franklin was like 80-some years old by the time the, the Constitution was, you know, the Declaration was and all that. Like, he was old as shit. But he, he was a genius. And he, kinda... he was smart as shit and very sharp. There was a, this, like, they showed this, like, woman on the news. Like, this, this, this former soldier on the news was, like, over 100 years old, and he talked better than Biden. I'm like, this dude is, like, 30-some years older than you, and he talks better than you. Like, come on. How is that possible? Crazy. I mean, it's just, I don't even think it's like that much of an, of an insult. I just think you, you look at, you hear Biden speak, you hear Trump speak, you hear Sanders speak, and there's, there's a clear difference. And this isn't even like a politics thing. It's like even Bernie Sanders sounds very competent at the age of 81. Yeah. I've heard Biden talk. It's not good. No, it's not good. And it's increasingly declining over time. And I mean, I take this seriously, you know, I, I think it's more so sad, it and is. I think his, his the stress of the job is probably making it worse. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but actually, speaking of dimension, this kind of happened like today, and I seen it on Twitter a little bit and seen it on the news. Uh, so Bruce Willis, as you know, diagnosed with dementia, uh, a form of dementia. So he's yeah. been pretty much retired from acting. He's, mm -hmm. he's done. He's just going to be living at home with his family, kind of just dealing with his, his thing. Uh, he recently went out, uh, I don't know what town it was, probably somewhere in Jersey uh, where he's living right now. And there was, you know, paparazzi taking photos of him from a distance and stuff. And uh, his wife spoke out and asked people to just give him his space, which, I mean, this is not too much to ask. No, uh, she basically said he's, he's you know, she said, if you are someone who is looking after someone with dementia, you know how difficult and stressful it can be to get up, get someone up out onto the world and just to navigate them safely, even just to get a cup of coffee. I know this is your job, but maybe please keep your spaces. Um, please don't be yelling at my husband, asking how he's doing, whatever, the woohooing and the yippee ki yay. Just don't do it, okay? As yeah. tempting as it is, yo, yippee ki yay, motherfucker. <laughs> Bruce Willis, uh, maybe now is not the time to do it. I, even I, I don't think I'd ever do that because it's, it's, not now. Not that I know he has dementia. No, even not if he didn't have dementia. I would feel awkward. Yeah, because it, one thing, it's an old catchphrase, and he's probably heard it since he said it from everyone who's met him. I regret saying it at this point. Exactly, it was great for the time, and now it's getting old. <laughs> like that's it. This is this this is gonna give me dementia. <laughs> Uh, that's so. That's so sad, though. I, I hate that he's he's going. Is, I mean, it looks, is. I mean, I seen the picture, and I did look at the picture of him out. Like he looks okay. You know? And you can actually see the uh, the the disease progress over his career because he starts talking less. He has less lines in movies because he's he he hasn't he had an issue with actually remembering the lines. 
then it you got know, kind of a sad end to a very successful career, very notorious career. Oh yeah, definitely. But, Nothing to be ashamed of there, but yeah, just uh, people give him his give him his space. If you see him, just you know, I mean, look at him if you want, but don't 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 get close. Don't yell, yippee! Please don't yell, yippee! Don't yell any actor's catchphrase at them. That's just cringe. Except Arnold, fuck him. I'm just kidding. I mean, yeah, he fucked his his. I just fucking. I, I don't even want you. To, if you see Arnold, just don't even say his catchphrase. Just make his noises. You know. <laughs> <laughs> He's has he ever made he's never made that sense. Yes, he is. That's it. We're doing this. We're he's doing like, this. He's done shout, no, hold on, not, hold nothing on. like he's done like like somewhat similar, but nothing like oh, oh okay, all right, we got this now. We got this. That's fucking edited. That's exactly <laughs> It's just a video of his clips with someone fucking mimicking his voice. You don't know that. I 100% know that. Oh, God. I mean, the only the only ones I could think of where he makes something similar to that is the uh, Total Recall where he's like out onto the like the surface of Mars and he can't breathe. Like oh, that's like, that's this, this one. Hold on. <laughs> Watch us on uh, uh, Spotify for the, the clips, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty close. All right. You know, they, they said it was pretty interesting that when they dubbed, like, the Terminator into, uh, like, German, uh, they didn't use, like, Arnold to do the voice. Because his accent, the way he speaks German, is uh, is very rural. So th they didn't want this. Essentially, they just didn't want this futuristic robot sounding like some dude from Alabama. Like the equivalent, it would be the equivalent of that of some dude from the oh south. Oh my god! You are terminated. <laughs> That's what it would sound like to them. So they got like somebody who talked differently. I'll be back, y'all. <laughs> Listen here, I'll be back. Y'all stay here, all right? <laughs> like they'd just be laughing the whole time. I, I just want to strap like a uh, a royal, a member of the royal family of of England, and just have them watch like nonstop Jeff Jeff Foxworthy specials. <laughs> oh God, I wouldn't subject anybody to that. <laughs> you, if you. If you breathe oxygen, you may be a redneck. This whole thing. That's all his jokes. He's got some funny moments, though. Yeah. I, I liked Always Sunny. Uh, or Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Oh, yeah, that was great. That Which was great. I remember being a fifth grader and watching that, and I'm like, I don't know any of these questions. Exactly. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm stupid. Who are these fifth graders? I'm fucking stupid. There's some pretty smart people down in the South. Goddamn. <laughs> the parents didn't even know. If you know advanced algebra in the fifth grade, you may be a redneck. I mean, that's in Texas. <laughs> Maybe they're smarter than we thought. We brought yourselves to the moon, jackasses. All right, speaking of cringe, underage TikTok users restricted to 60 minutes of daily use. That's going to end badly. 
so take that will automatically install a new daily timeline for the, the accounts of all users under the age of 18. Uh, the Beijing-based social media app is extremely popular among American teens and has been criticized for negatively impacting the well-being of underage users. Um, we'll continue to invest in improving our current features as well as, making, as well as introducing new tools to help people stay in control as they express their creativity, said TikTok. When a user profile lists them as under the age of 18, uh, reaches the daily limit, he or she will be prompted to enter a passcode and continue using the app. Says this changes the behavior of users by requiring them to make an active decision to extend that time. I okay, now that I know what the policy is, that's really stupid and it won't work. Yeah, it's not oh, gonna work. I thought, like, I thought it was just gonna like shut them out and say no more, like, like that would work, but you're like, oh, they got to put a password in to continue, like, they're just gonna do that every time. Are you kidding me? Or they're just gonna make an account where it's well, I think at this point, like, so many of them probably have, like, so many followers and stuff that, like, making a new account would just be, like, a hassle. You'd have to remake everything. Or if you had a bunch of followers and a lot of videos, you'd have to redo that. So they're not going to do that. But I don't know. We're also prompting teens to set a daily screen time load if they opt out of the 60-minute default and spend more than 100 minutes on TikTok in a day. Uh, this builds on on a problem we rolled out last year to encourage teens to enable screen time management. Our tests found this approach helped increase the use of our screen time tools by 234%. I don't think any of that's going to work. No, it's not. It, it, it's kind of just like anything with, with television. I think it's kind of something you have to get ahead of when they're young. I'm not saying you should, like totally restrict them from using social media, but I think there needs, I think way too many parents are just like, here you go, make it, make a TikTok go crazy. Like, I don't care. Like parents just like, they park their kids in front of an iPad and say, here you go. This is, this is me being a parent. Like, it's not a bad thing for your kid to have an iPad and like watch shit on it. Like, but I feel like, like with anything, there needs to be uh, balance to it. And way too many parents don't give a shit. Yeah, the, um, the, the lack of um, care that parents have for their child's internet surfing is really gone down these days. I mean, I still, certainly don't think kids should have unrestricted access to, like, Facebook, Twitter, like, Instagram, TikTok. You know, that, that's not good. Yeah. And this this feature really isn't going to work that much. No, it's not. Because they can just put in a password and keep going. Of course. Like, yeah. What do you think they're going to be like, hmm, I've been on 60 minutes, well, maybe I should stop using it. No, that's not going to work. I know these kids. I've seen them. It's, uh, shit, I know a dude who's like a fully, full, half, full-ass grown adult who uses like a ton of TikTok every day. Like it's, It will not make a difference. Oh, it won't. It won't. Uh... This is why the Chinese win. Of course, because they're showing their, their kids uh, astronaut stuff, engineering, science, instructive stuff. Meanwhile, we're doing Fortnite dances. Fortnite dances. Yeah, well, we're doomed. Die. We're going to eradicate it from the Well, let's try to end on a somewhat humorous note. Uh, this article is way too good to pass up. 
Uh, do not push a slower friend down if you encounter a bear, says the National Park Service. Fuck him, I'm running. So I didn't get to, I saw the headline, but I never get to write, read the article. So Me neither. Uh, if you come across a bear, never push a slower friend down, even if you feel the friendship has run its course. Bruh. Uh, seeing a bear in the wild is a special treat for any visitor to a national park, uh, said the agency. While it is an exciting moment, it is important to remember that bears in national parks are wild and can be dangerous. Mm. No shit. Uh, bears of different species make their homes in various habitats across the U.S. Brown or grizzly bears are found in Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, and Washington. Black bears can be found throughout most of the Northeast, Appalachia, you know, West Coast. National Park Service points out that as spring bears, bears will become more active. Uh, that visitors who encounter a bear to keep their distance from the animal and not to not surprise the bear if it hasn't noticed yet. So if it's the bear's birthday, do not throw him a, a surprise birthday party. Make sure to give him advance notice that you are throwing him a party. You will appreciate it. He does not like surprise parties. If the bear notices you, you should identify yourself as a human by giving the bear your driver's license. It does say identify yourself as human. What? Identify yourself as human by standing still, talking calmly, and waving your arms. Hikers should also travel in groups if possible. My guy, are they, are they like quoting? Are, are they quoting SpongeBob? <laughs> bears like license and registration, please. Yeah, just uh, get in your anti-bears circle, bro. Sir, have you been drinking tonight? <laughs> uh, barely. <laughs> and then the bear mauls you to death. Exactly deserves it. A website also notes that bear attacks are rare but can occur. Uh, what, let's see, on Twitter, users seem more interested in soliciting further friendship advice from the National Park Service than learning more about bear safety. Not surprised, this is Twitter users. Uh, one user, for instance, asked what they should do if they consider me a friend, but I just consider them an acquaintance. Oh my god. <laughs> Friendships are special, but they don't happen by chance, said the HC. It takes effort and trust to build a lasting friendship. Good luck. Nah, that's boring. Wait, they didn't answer the question of, like, why you shouldn't push your friend down. No, it didn't say. It said. Well, they said if you come across a bear. So, but but what if the bear is chasing me? And like, essentially, that means yes. Is that is a good strategy? If you really don't like your friend, and he's slower than you, push him down, and you know, let nature take its course. You know, he had a good run. You know, you were buddies, but you went out to see some bears. Bear got violent. You you want to live? Yeah, your will to live is stronger than his. Can I guess I, I guess I know what not to do. No, and uh, you and never go to a park, a national park with me or Gary or yeah. Anybody. Let's go hiking. Uh oh. Bear season. Uh oh, there's a bear. Uh oh, your face has been clawed off. Uh oh. I mean, they are very pretty animals. I mean, they have very. Very, like, cute little ears. Like, I saw a picture of, like, oh, bears are dangerous animals. Well, explain this. And it just showed, like, the tops of their heads and their little ears. And I'm like, okay. You know what? I want to give him a little pat on the head, but then he would, like, kill me, so. 
as long as they're not polar bears, those, those ones, those guys really don't like don't like anybody. Yeah, unless you have a Coca Cola. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Then, then they're like, then they're cool with you. But if you don't, then if you give them a Pepsi, so help you, so help you, God. They're only cool with you as long as that Coke bottle is full and you have spares. If you do not, it is killing you. If if you didn't bring any for his friends, it is not gonna end well for you. No, it's not. If you are traveling to the Arctic, make sure to bring a couple of twelve packs of uh, Coke Cola. Yes. If you can find the glass bottles, those are preferable, but it's not required. We'll see. I don't know. I've never met a polar bear. I don't want to, really. Unless it's in a zoo or something. Anything with bear in it, I don't want to meet. Barely. Maybe a bearskin rug. Alright, well, uh, if you got anything else, I think that's it. I'm all good. All good. All right. Well, thank you for joining us again. Uh, sorry for the delayed uh, release this week. Life stuff happened. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week. Uh, please check us out on our social media uh, at uh, America POV on Twitter and on Facebook. Uh, we are on Spotify where you can find clips. You can read that whole article about the bears with us along with the clips of Arnold Schwarzenegger screaming. Uh, we are on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Anchor, and um, your nearest East Palestine cleanup site. So if you're if you're in Ohio and you're you're listening and you need something to listen to while you clean up hazardous material, you know the podcast. We're on YouTube too. We're on YouTube. Uh, the only podcast that's more toxic than the sludge that you're picking up. Oh, and don't worry, it's safe. It's safe for your for your like hands and your ears. No, it's safe for your hands and your 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 skin and your your lungs, but not for your ears. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll be back. Please make sure to share with your buddies and your your bear friends as well. Uh, before you push your friend over while he's while you're running from a bear, make sure to uh, let him know about the American POV podcast and. Uh... And then we're all good. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.